Welcome to Actuaries in the Wild podcast. I started this podcast because I believe that actuaries are more than just your stereotypical number cruncher that sits at a computer all day. Many of us have endeavors that go beyond the traditional actuarial realm. My goal is to meet those actuaries who have ventured from their desks to explore their passions. It's time to meet the actuaries in the wild. Today's actuary on the wild is Michelle Shepard. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you. I want to start by finding out a little bit more information about your background. Tell us a little bit about yourself, including what made you decide to become an actuary and about your actuarial career. Sure. Um, so I live in central Missouri, have a, a couple of kids. One's grown and flown, one's in college and married uh, for many years. Um, started my actuarial career um, over 25 years ago uh, with the workers' comp company. And why did I decide to be an actuary? I was uh, good at math. And at that point in time, when I went through college, um, I wasn't sure what else to do with the math degree. Mm -hmm. I originally taught for a couple of years, um, but kind of knew even when I went into that, that that wasn't what I wanted to do long term. Um, But uh, couldn't find an actual job when I first came out of college. So taught for a couple of years. And then I jumped into the insurance field uh, when I had an opportunity and spent a couple of years in St. Louis with a workers comp company. Then at PwC in Atlanta for a couple of years, and then a, a lot of my career was spent at um, Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance here in Central Missouri. Um, there I did actuarial work both in the PNC line and also life insurance. Um, had the opportunity to go into management and operations there. Um, and then about five years ago, I decided that I wanted to step back into the actuarial field. Um, it was kind of a period of time as we start talking about my business today. Right. Um, I was uh, experiencing a a lot of chronic stress and some burnout, and um, that was sort of uh, a um, wake-up call, I guess, and decided at that point I wanted to reduce some of my stress. So I stepped back into the actuarial field, uh, and now I'm at uh, Missouri Employers Mutual and the corporate actuary there. Okay. So what makes you an actuary in the wild is that you started a wellness company called Balance Wellness. Uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, what Balance Wellness is and why you just started decided to start this company. Sure. So, yeah, so Balance Wellness is my own company, and I set it up to provide health coaching and yoga uh, to people on an individual and group basis. Um, and really, again, it was it was kind of a seed planted uh, back a few years ago where um, I really was seeing a deterioration in my health, uh, largely because of burnout. I lost right. quite a bit of weight in just a, a few weeks, um, had a lot of symptoms and uh, figured out in the end, it was a, a lot of it was stress. But even more importantly than it was stress, it was my reaction to stress and the fact that I had not been taking good care of my own health. Uh, preceding that, I was not exercising, I was not eating well. I was not re- reducing stress, doing you know self-care practices and so on. And um, so really through that journey, um, I've learned how important it is to be proactive in our health. Um, not that I didn't know that, but you know right. we fall into bad habits, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, and so I really learned how important it is to really be a well-balanced human and to be able to, uh, balance and um, have resilience to stress and to disease um, by taking care of my health on the front side, not the back right. side. And so that's my shift. And I just want to share that with people because I see so many people struggling with um, with their health, whether it be mobility or weight or mental health or, or just stress. And 
want to help people like live their best life and, you know, find joy and have energy to do everything they love to do. Right. Um, so what types of services do you offer as a wellness coach? Yeah, so I I offer both group and individual uh, yoga, and then I also offer group and individual health and wellness coaching, um, as well as workshops. I can do keynotes, um, different things like that. I have a retreat coming up in a couple of weeks at a local venue here. It's just a half day retreat where we'll do some yoga, we'll do some gratitude practice and some coaching. Um, and end with a healthy lunch. So just a variety of, of, of options that, um, you know, we're trying to put in our community, but also uh, in other spaces as well. So uh, I know when we, we talked before, you, you had talked about, uh, you talked about mental health, you talked about physical mm -hmm. health. Are there certain kinds of medical conditions you specialize in? Um, I don't specialize in anything in particular, although I can coach around really any kind of health, uh, chronic health or even acute health um, issue. Um, I would encourage someone if they have a diagnosis of a chronic condition or an acute condition that I work closely with their with their healthcare team. Right. So okay. we would want to do um, you know, we would want to do medical releases and things so that right. I understand okay. any constraints or any um, diagnosis and any. Uh, conditions that they have. Um, and then I work also with people who are healthy or and who are just trying to prevent disease or reduce right. their risk of re disease um, to make lifestyle changes, uh, like things I talked about, uh, increased movement and uh, better, better nutrition and um, even even things like purpose, right? Like, how, how are you spending your day? How are you creating purpose in your life? Um, you know, so many, really everything in our life impacts our health and vice versa. So um, while health coaching might be specific to a medical condition, it can also be more general in just uh, creating a, a lifestyle and wellness in general. I see. So what kind of training do you need to become a wellness coach? Yeah, so I went through a uh, an accredited course. Um, there is a, a, a body, a governing body called the uh, National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching, and they have a particular curriculum, um, not unlike the CAS, right, yeah. uh, or, or the SOA. Um, and so they have a particular curriculum. Uh, there are programs across the country that uh, develop programs and are accredited through that board uh, to uh, to have education. So I went through this program. It was um, about a six month month program of online and individual okay. work. Um, we had to uh, do practice coaching in that program and ultimately um, provide evidence and, and do a coaching session with mentor coaches uh, that demonstrated we had the coaching skills. And then once that certification process was over, um, I, I did uh, 50 hours of practical practical experience. So I had to coach for 50 hours. Okay. And that those two programs combined, the, the, the education and then the practical hours, uh, qualified me to sit for the national board exam. So I'm okay. a national board certified health and wellness coach. And that's a program put on this by this uh, national board of health and wellness coaching mm -hmm. and also the uh, national board of medical examiners. So I know a lot of the actuaries listening, they've gone through many of the exams. Uh, <laughs> yes. what, what was an exam like uh, for, for, the, uh, for, for your board exam? 
Yeah, well, I, I thought, oh, it'll be it'll be a breeze compared to <laughs> yeah. SCAS exam, right? Uh, not so much. For one thing, I'm I'm much older now that, <laughs> and so I, I probably don't learn quite as easily. But um, it was it was challenging. I mean, it was a it was a four hour exam, uh, multiple choice, however, so okay. that you think that helps, although some of the questions are very tricky. Like there's right. you know there's more than one answer a lot of times. They were. Uh, they were uh, conditional answers, right? Like you, you're actually coaching somebody. What would your response to this be, or how would you approach this? So it was very practical uh, exam questions, um, and uh, it just, yeah, it just brought back memories of the actual exam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I looked at your website, and we'll and we'll we'll, at, we'll talk about where where people can uh, get more information uh, in a little bit. But you mentioned on your web website that your hope and dream is to be an active ninety plus year old, um, and and that's one of my hopes and dreams too. Uh, you know, I I was seeing many of my older relatives struggle with health mm -hmm. problems, and and I've decided I did not want to be someone who had chronic health issues. Mm -hmm. You know, after I retired, you know, my my hope is to retire in my uh, uh, early 50 or sorry, early 60s. I'm in my early 50s now, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, retire in my early 60s. Um, but for many, they struggle, they struggle with how to begin and they don't stick mm -hmm. to the routine. So how does having a wellness coach help people get healthy and most importantly, stay healthy? Yeah, so that's a great question. And and certainly many of us struggle with that, right? Getting started and then sticking to um, sticking to to those habits. Um, so the health and wellness coach, uh, through coaching, I help clients, uh, first of all, identify why they might even want to change, right? And right. why they want to um, develop healthy habits. Just like you said, you saw the reason is you want to be active when you're when you're retired and you don't want you want to avoid these health problems. Right. And so um, part of it is so part of it is identifying motivation. Part of it is identifying gaps between where they are today and where they would like to be. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot like doing strategy and in insurance, right? It's like where where do you want to be and where are you now, and how do we how do we take steps and how do we implement habits and routines to get us there? Um, we like to find ways to early on, especially to find client success. So starting with some small steps and then building on that uh, success story and, and that. Um, and, and those things. Um, so my co my coach training is um, centered around uh, behavioral change theory in psychology, okay. and also like motivational interviewing and things like that to to really help the client find it within themselves, right? Because I can't get a client to change. This right. has nothing to do with me. All I can do is be there for their support and to encourage them provide resources if there's resources they need, but your change has to come from within. And so the coach helps find those motivations for change, um, helps the client set SMART goals and provide accountability, encouragement, uh, setbacks will happen. We try to normalize setbacks and then we try to help the client get back on their path if a setback occurs. Um, and yeah, it's an entire, um, really journey, right? From the time you decide or the time you start thinking about maybe I should implement whatever to getting to the point where you can sustain that change long-term. Right. Um, and uh, the, the coach just walks alongside with you and, and really is your support system in that. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun to coach people. It's a lot of fun to see them find success um, in small and big ways. 
Yeah, I know, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about this before the uh, mm -hmm. podcast started. You know, I've I've been on a journey myself, uh, a lot of it eating healthier, losing weight, but mm -hmm. it was not a linear <laughs> uh, no. joint journey by any means. And, and I don't think anybody has experienced that. You know, I've I've lost 50 pounds, but I lost 40 pounds and then I gained 20 pounds and then I then I lost <laughs> the rest. So it was it was not something that is any linear. And I, I think having the support systems are really good to help because um, it can definitely be discouraging if you've done all that work and then it and then it looks like it's you know, it looks like it's just gone away. And yeah. so I, you know, I think having some support like that is really important where a wellness coach can, can have that. Um, so I know you mentioned you're located in central Missouri. Uh, and I know there might be people who are watching this that aren't located anywhere near you. And, um, but are you still able to work with people virtually? Yes, absolutely. So um, we do health and wellness coaching on Zoom um, all the time. Um, you can, uh, we're, the uh, you can, uh, schedule on the uh, website actually directly with me. Um, I offer initial consultation free uh, to to just get to know you, uh, see what your goals right. are, and uh, see if it's a fit too. Because I think it's really important that if you engage with a health health and wellness coach, that it's a good fit for both parties. And so we always have that initial conversation. Um, I also can offer yoga um, individually in group online as well. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if someone's interested in this, how can they find out more information about you? Yeah, so the, the website is balancewellness.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram. Uh, that's balancewellness.mshepherd, I believe. Um, and then Facebook as well. Okay. Um, so I was looking through your website. There's other resources than just, you know, about mm -hmm. the wellness thing. What, what are the resources uh, can people find on your website? Yes, I have some links to um, some things like uh, lifestyle medicine and uh, the coaching resources, the board, things like that. Um, I also have a blog that I do occasionally. I'm not a terribly uh, frequent poster there, but a blog. Yeah. And then um, I'm hoping actually soon to start kind of a resource section of that website as well. And in particular, interested in starting probably kind of a a, a book recommendation list um, okay. for, for a variety of resources and just books that speak to me. I'm an avid reader, so I yeah. love to share. I love, as you can see, I, I yeah. love to share uh, all the resources that I find. That's great. Uh, so is there anything else that you'd like to share with our uh, viewers and listeners? Yeah, I guess just to, to end, I guess a couple things. I think I mentioned this already. I think it's really important that we all understand that uh, nearly every aspect of our of our lives impact our health and vice versa. And to really have uh, to optimize our impact on the world that we really have to have health. And so it's central to start uh, and, and, and focus on the health. Um, the other thing is that uh, today is the day, right? Like, mm -hmm. we can't wait. A, we can't wait a decade. You don't want to wait till you right. retire at 60 to start your weight loss journey and your mobility and things because we, you know, that time is important. So time is, time is of essence, uh, regardless of your age, whether you're 20 or 50 or 60 or 80, whatever today is the day. And, uh, and then just um, don't underestimate the importance of social connection to your health. Um, it is a key ingredient. And obviously many of us uh, work from our homes now. I'm in my home right. most of the time. Uh, since COVID, uh, the actual community anyway, I'm sure there's a lot that aren't, but um, 
those social connections are really important. And so um, if you're not out and about, um, make sure you connect with, with someone. And a health and wellness coach is a good uh, proxy for that. If, um, you know, if you don't have a good support system, um, you know, that's one of the ways that, that a health and wellness coach can support you as well. So I'd like to just touch on the social aspect of that yeah. a little bit. Uh, so I know that, um, you know, a lot of us, as you said, are at home and, and, and a lot of us tend to, I would say maybe work or overwork. And, <laughs> and so what happens is we'll, we'll be at work. We go into our office or, or wherever we're sitting at our computer at home and work. And then, and then you may just say, okay, the day's over. I just want to relax and I want to go sit down. And then you do it, you start over the next day and, and that can really lean to a lot of burnout. Uh, yeah. And so I, I absolutely agree. It, it's big to have social connections. And, and, and so when I was seeing some articles about uh, some people where they said they, they really need to go back in the office for that social connection, uh, I think it's important to say, okay, you know, maybe you shouldn't rely on your work for those social connections. Look mm -hmm. for those opportunities outside of work. Uh, if you're not going to be getting them at work because of so many people working from home now. Uh, and so mm -hmm. I think it's important, you, you know, and as you said, a wellness coach can be one, one of those ways, but obviously there's other opportunities, look for hobbies and look for, for yeah. things that, you know, there are other things that you're passionate about and yeah. things that you can get involved in uh, beyond yeah. that. Uh, yeah. You know, there, there's, there's always opportunities, you know, if you're, if you're religious, a church or a synagogue or a temple, mm -hmm. those are ways to do that. If you're not, there's, there's organizations out there, there's volunteer opportunities out there but there's always ways to uh get involved in something there there's definitely ways to be social uh uh and get get involved in something so i, I think it's a i think that point cannot yeah. be emphasized enough and, and i think your point is great too and i think there there's huge opportunities right to couple that social connection with your other health and wellness goals so just what you said spirituality that's a great way to to kind of leverage that right you've got right. two things happening you got the spiritual and you got the social connection uh going to the gym like right. i mean i don't love to go to the gym but at the same time <laughs> hey if you go to the gym and you have people you work out with or just even people that you know you see there each each week each day that you go that's social connection so there's there's ways to um sort of pair these habits together too right. which um will just like um escalate you know your health and wellness from there Right. So I think those are great ideas. Yeah. Well, Michelle, I appreciate you for uh, taking the time to join with me and being my guest on Actuary in the Wild today. It's been really fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you. If you're an actuary or know an actuary who has ventured out into the wild, contact me and so we can share your story. You can find Actuaries in the Wild on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Thank you for joining us and see you next time on Actuaries in the Wild.